Welcome to episode 41. Today we're going to talk about answering that wake-up call as it relates to your health, and our guest will share his insights around how lower weight doesn't automatically mean that you're healthy. Also, having knowledge is not enough. You have to act. And the importance of being around like-minded people. Hope you enjoy. Here's what you can look forward to on this episode of Inspire Virtual Runs podcast. That was the hardest part. Like, that was reality. Like, seeing that, like, you hear and see people. Um, I had, you know, I've had family members that have had those same issues. But, you know, when it's like you, it's like, wow, like, dude, I am, I'm living bad. Like, I gotta, I gotta get myself together. And, you know, and the doctor, you know, scolding you, you're too young to have these numbers like this and everything. Like, it, it's a lot, a lot to digest. And, like, you know, you're looking at your kid. I'm like, man, I got a kid. I got to be here for my kid. Like, it was tough. But, I thank God I'm on, I I came out on the right side. Welcome to Inspire Virtual Runs Podcast. Whether you are new to running or seasoned, get tips and the inspiration that you need to achieve your health and fitness goals. Now, here's your host, Richard Connor. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Inspire Virtual Runs Podcast. Today we have... Markel Hatcher, and I'm super excited to have him on the show and share his story. Markel is a girl dad and a PE teacher from Maryland. He has several years of experience as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor. He has always been an athlete. However, his fitness journey took a detour years ago because he lost his joy. He returned to running and fitness after a wake-up call from his doctor. This has inspired him to lead a healthy lifestyle and to become a role model for his students. Welcome to the show, Marco. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is so cool. Yeah, super so cool. cool to have you here on the show. You've got a lot going on here for your story, so definitely want to dive in and get to know you a little bit better and share your journey with our listeners. So, you know, maybe we'll just start from the beginning and tell us a little bit about how your fitness journey started. Um, wow. Started a long time ago in middle school. I probably dated myself by telling this story, but there was a time where you had to run the mile in PE a long time ago. And there was a kid in our class that was like, he was a beast. And, um, you know, we did the pretest and this guy like smoked us. Like he ran like so well and you know, all the rest of us are out of breath and we're like, gosh, like I want to do that. You know, this, this is how it all started for me. Like I just put in work, like, you know, I'm eighth grade. I'm like, man, I want to run like that. So, you know, I, I just, I, I put in work, I practiced and worked on my endurance. And, um, when it came time for the post test, I was able to keep up with him and like my time for my mile was, I don't even know what it was now, but I know it was way better than, you know, on the pretest. So that like laid the foundation for, you know, where I'm at years later. Like, you know, I understand like it takes discipline and you got to put in some work to get to where you want to be. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so cool how you're inspired by a classmate. Uh, usually the guests that I have on the show, they're inspired to run in school basically because of sports. You know, one sport kind of leads to another and, and running is kind of the other. So that's cool that you were inspired by the performance of another student and motivated to to perform. That's really cool. Thanks. Thanks. So, so you went along your journey and did you continue running kind of had that same mentality or uh, your, your bio says that at some point you lost your joy. So like what kind of happened there? I, I played basketball, started young, thought I was good. I was, you know, I, I played, I played hard. You know, my dad was my coach and uh, he played. So you know how, when you're, your parents did something and they want you to follow in their footsteps and things like that. And uh, sometimes if you don't follow that path, you know, they get a little disappointed or they're like really hard on you. So, you know, I, I played, but started to like lose joy. So like, like around 10th, 10th grade, I didn't, I didn't make varsity that year. So I just stopped playing basketball and I met some friends who have become lifetime friends. They were they were into music, so I went left. Uh, I went into music. So from high school all the way through college, like I probably played a little bit of basketball, probably exercised a little bit, but I was into music. But then, like uh, you know, this this not doing sports, not exercising you know, it led to like bad habits. Like I was eating terribly, like, oh my gosh, it's bad. Just like thinking about it now, it's really bad. You know, I didn't, I didn't gain any weight or anything. So like thought I was okay. I was young, but then like, you know, for years and years, I was like repeating this same uh, cycle. You know, I got sick, like real sick. Like I'm on coming home from the beach. I'm like, you know, thinking I'm going to die. So uh, I went to the doctor, you know, she's like, you need to have your physical done. So I'm like, okay, you know, my results come back and I have high blood pressure, cholesterol's bad and high blood sugar. I'm like, oh shoot, like all these bad habits have led to this. Like, you know, I got to do something about that. And by this time, you know, my first child was born and I'm like, shoot, like, I want to be here for my kids. So I got to get my act together. And uh, that's what I did, you know, turned it around and did something about it. That's really interesting that you that you share that, because, you know, one thing that you said about not healthy habits, but also not gaining weight. And I think that's a common misconception, right? If you're if you're gaining weight and you're overweight, you must be unhealthy but not thinking about it the other way, right? If you're not gaining weight, you must be healthy, right? You must right, be fit. Right. And, and then that, that wasn't the case for you. Yes. Wow. And, that's really interesting. And you know, you're, you're in your twenties. I'm in my twenties. I'm like, I'm good. You know, I'm invincible. And no, <laughs> I wasn't that. That's not the case. Right. I, I had to wake up and realize. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you got that wake up call, right? And you were able to address it in time before anything, I guess, more serious happened. 
So, so what, what was that like for you? Like, what did you, what did you start to do immediately? Like, was this an overnight change for you? Did it take time or what kind of things that you were doing at that time? It was a gradual, I didn't go like, you know, how to say cold Turkey and like just start giving up stuff. But I started changing, like started with like, I stopped drinking soda. I was a, a soda head, you know, and I drank like the, the most sugary sodas, like, like orange Fanta. Oh, my favorite. Great oh, Fanta. My language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those. Um, I stopped doing that and and stopped getting like uh, fast food. You know, we making food at home, and then I, you know, started getting back into working out. Bought some dumbbells and things, and started making some better habits. And then. Um, you know, I always wanted to do something with the body growing up, like have a career that dealt with the body. So like I either wanted to be a, a physical therapist or um, athletic trainer or a PE teacher. So I decided to be a PE teacher, but also like I, I wanted to train people. So like, you know, I have this new motivation. I go take uh, ACE group exercise exam and personal training exam. So I have these certifications and I was just looking for the right place to use them. So I'm on Facebook one day years ago and I see this, uh, it's a gym called Soldier Fit that's here in Maryland. They were just like starting out and I'm like, that is the place. That's where I need to go. So I went there. And, um, you know, taking classes first, and then I became an instructor and personal trainer. And I started making, you know, connections with people. And this just like brought out like just joy, Um, just being around these people. And we're exercising, we're having fun and taking care of ourselves. It just made me just like, change my mind. Like, man, you know, this is fun. Like, I miss this. This is what I need to get back into doing. So, you know, I did that and, you know, that led to where I'm at now, like Spartan races and just running again, like just all from, you know, going there and and connecting with the right people. That's great. That's great. And I definitely want to get into to more of the running and Spartan races in a moment. But, you know, just to kind of go back to a, a few of the things that you said. So first off, nutrition super, super important. And you talked about the sugary drinks. And I'll tell you a a relatable story. About five years ago, I stopped drinking soda altogether. And I didn't intend it to be that way. I just wasn't feeling well, went went to the doctor, doctor said, everything is fine. I'm like, "I'm, I'm not well, I don't, I don't know what it is. And I knew that I was having way too much soda and already had been on a journey to kind of cut it, cut it out. But you you just mentioned some of my favorites, right? The Fanta soda, uh, all the Coca-Cola varieties. Like I just loved them all. Yeah. And I decided, you know what, for just like one month, kind of a new year's resolution kind of thing. One month, no soda. One month came and went, all right, maybe two months, three months. Let me try it. So five years later, later, um, no soda. And I feel really, really good about it. it. It wasn't until I stopped drinking it to realize 
how I wasn't feeling well when I was drinking it, like how it was making my body feel. So, you know, I know there's a lot of thoughts about restricting your, your, yourself and keeping away from things that you really like. And, and I, I get all that, but there's just certain things that you realize that you just feel better being without it, or in some cases, just limiting it, you know, quite a bit. If it's a once in a while thing, it's, it's definitely different. So so just wanted to share my story about the the soda thing. I feel you. I I can relate all the way. <laughs> That's funny. So, you know, you mentioned a, a couple of other things about buying the dumbbells and kind of getting getting into a workout routine. I think that's super hard maybe for some folks to imagine themselves kind of getting started. So, like, how did you even know what to do? How did you know I need a pair of dumbbells and this is what I'm going to do? Before college, I always knew I was going to be an athletic trainer, physical therapist, or a PE teacher. So in uh, undergrad, I majored in exercise science. Grad school, also master's in exercise science, physical education. So, you know, I had all this knowledge. I knew what I should be doing. I wasn't doing it. So when it came time to do it, you know, I just I just used what I know and just started making programs for myself, training myself. And then like over the years, I started just collecting equipment like, you know, it led to uh, I have a, a rack uh, in my house and barbell and uh, battle rope, like just over time, just started adding these things. And thankfully I did. I never knew there was going to be a, a pandemic. But I had all this stuff and, uh, you know, I have space in my house where I just come down in the basement and, and, and just get it in. And it's, it's a, a good feeling. That's my happy place. That's great. That's really great to hear. And, you know, you, just moving along a little bit and some other things that you talked about when you were, you were going to the gym at that one point in time and just being around other like-minded people. And I think that's that's super important as well because – Number one, you, you kind of, it sounds like you kind of forms somewhat of an accountability group, right? To kind of yeah. keep you going, but also people who are into the same things that you are. And I think this extends even beyond fitness, just in life, being with like-minded people is really going to help you, you know, succeed in, that's right. in life. So, so that, that's really great. Right. You know, like I said, I, we, we became friends. I became friends with people in my classes. Like, you know, these boot camp classes were tough. You know, so I'm kicking people's butt in class, but you know, then they're inviting me, like, do you want to do this race? Do you want to do this race? So, you know, one race led to like five races to 10 races, you know, and I'm still friends with all these people I connected with just through fitness. And um, like I said, like minded people, we, we just connected and we're still going. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. So, the races, I, I'm, I'm dying to hear about the races. Like, tell us about. Your running journey there, you know, Woo. whether it's Spartan so, or, or otherwise. Interesting. Okay. To about it. So I started, first race was uh, terrain race, the terrain race. I did that with some people from, from Soldier Fit. I did it. And first, you know, I was scared because I never did that before. You know, there's monkey bars over water. and So this is like an all, obstacle course race. Yeah. Like okay. all this, you know, crazy stuff, trail running. I did it. I had so much fun. So from there, like 
the next race I did after that was a Spartan. It was a stadium Spartan at Nationals Park in D.C. So it was a good, good and a bad thing. You know, I'm at the stadium. I'm like, wow, I got this. You know, it took me like an hour to do it like my first time, which was which is okay. But like I was fooled because the next the next one I signed up for and OCR people would know um, my second Spartan race was Palmerton in Pennsylvania. I thought I was ready. Palmer, Palmerton humbled me, took me down, back down to earth. This high that I had, like it crushed my soul because <laughs> I was not prepared for the elevation, the heat, the heavy carries. Like, dude, I wasn't ready at all. So Palmerton made me step my game up. Like I knew I had to practice on my running. I had to get my grip strength together. I had to be ready for mountains and elevation. So I just like, I scrapped everything. I like went back and uh, I got myself together. I took some OCR classes. Uh, There's a gym here called the Endurance Factory. And again, making these connections, made friends with a guy named uh, Ken Peluso at Soldier Fit. So he started this gym and he had this awesome coach, Tiffany Palmer. Um, She had these classes. Tiff got me in gear and I came back the next year, crushed Palmerton. It didn't, it didn't get the best of me. I got, I got the best of Palmerton. Congrats. Thanks. Thanks. And then just, you know, looking at, I'm competitive. So sorry. Like, so just looking at those, um, you know, my finishing times, I'm like, okay, I need to step up my running game more. So I, that's, that's what I've been, I've been working on that, just getting my running together. But like from besides that, like, I just, I just feel better just after, you know, putting work in on that. Like, it's just a great feeling when I go out and run. It's good. It just feels good. Like, it's like hard to like put it into words. Like it, a great feeling it really is it really is and you know for if you're if someone's listening and they're not a runner it might be hard for them to imagine that right it's hard for you to even express it in words but it might be hard to imagine wait a minute running yeah it feels good it's great you like what so so but you're right i mean once you once you get into it and you get past the hard parts because running is hard it whether is. it's an obstacle course race or whether it's a regular road race or trail race it is hard but once you get past that once you get past the the pain of it i would say is such a great feeling not only physically but just emotionally like having that feeling of accomplishment i'm sure right same, yes. same for you yeah and that's that's what palmerton taught me like i was okay with the physical side but like that mental side of uh you know you go out there and it's a little tough you're like don't quit don't quit or palmerton has given me that mental toughness like okay it's cold you know what can i do to distract myself from the cold to be mentally strong listen to some good music or you know uh always hear people say stay in the mile that you're in like or don't look at your watch just something to distract and keep you strong so you don't, you know, you don't give up and quit. Mm-hmm. 
Completely agree. Completely agree. Just even thinking about my own runs, that that mental toughness is is really what gets you through, right? I mean, sure, there's a physical part of it, but it's really your mind that's doing most of the work, right? That's going to get right. you across that finish line. Yes. Yes. Wow. I love your story, and I love that the tips that you're sharing. And I'm just wondering through throughout your journey, what would be one of the toughest things that you had to face in your health and fitness journey? I would say seeing those, those numbers, those scary numbers from uh, my physical, it just, it's just like, you know, I'm my twenties out, you know, I'm just it. Like <laughs> that seeing just like crushes your ego and brings you down. Like, but like it made me wake up and realize that, I had to change my habits, you know, or, you know, anything can happen to you, but like, you know, this could have went another way. You know, I, I could have really gained weight and like had other problems, but you know, I, I, thankfully I I saw that and stopped and got myself together at, at the right time. That was the hardest part. Like that was reality. Like seeing that, like you hear, and see people, um, I had, you know, I've had family members that have had those same issues, but you know, when it's like you, it's like, wow, like, dude, I am, I'm living bad. Like I gotta, I gotta get myself together. And, you know, and the doctor, you know, scolding you, you're too young to have these numbers like this and everything. Like it, it's a lot, a lot to digest and like, you know, you're looking at your kid and like, man, I got a kid. I got to be here for my kid. Like, it was tough. It was tough. Really tough. But th- I thank God I'm on, I, I came out on the right side. You did. You did. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about your story and you had the knowledge on how to be fit, right? And what to do. But for some, I don't know, for some part of it, it sounds like you were kind of missing that why or really not focusing on that why and having the inspiration to do something about it. So so that that's really important, right? If, if any of our listeners, if they have the knowledge on, on the what and the how, they really need to think about the why to kind of get them to take that first step. And, you know, I, I like you sharing what you said. You didn't really just jump both feet in. You kind of took those small incremental steps to eventually get to where you want it to be. And that's really what we need to do. We just need to to take that first step. And it doesn't have to be a big step, but it's going to lead to to more and more and bigger, bigger steps down the road. That's right. Yes. Yes. So thank you so much for, for sharing your journey. Uh, I love the advice that you shared with the community here, with our listeners, and and sharing your story about kind of how you, you turn things around. So, you know, as we kind of wind down here, what would you say to to the community to either help them start running and, and taking their health and fitness seriously, if that's where they are, or kind of continue in their journey if they've lost that motivation? What would you say to our to our listeners? I would say start small. Like I use this advice for a lot of people. Start small. You know, the the run walk technique. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, there's this misconception that if you walk, you're not a runner, which is totally false. So 
if you're trying, if you want to get into running, you know, start small. Like I said, do the walk, run um, technique, or like even if you don't want to run, if you just want to get into fitness, find something that you like. You know, people like you know, the first of the year is coming. Um, people jump in. I'm going to the gym. You know, seven days out of the week. You know, find something that that you like. You know, you you don't have to go to the gym. Maybe you want to dance. Uh, you want to walk, but find something for you that's fun, and you know you'll keep doing it because if you do something that you don't like, chances of you you know continuing with that are small. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great advice. Great advice for the community. And then you know, for someone who is a runner today and maybe kind of lost that motivation, they're in the Northeast like you and I, and it's cold and no, don't want to go outside or whatever the case may be. What, what would you say to inspire them to kind of keep running and keep up that their fitness? I mean, if you can, if you can afford it, you know, get a you can get a treadmill. You know, again, there's misconceptions about that too. People call it the treadmill or the hamster wheel. Treadmill is a a good tool. Sorry for being on my exercise science pedestal, but treadmill is a good tool for you over the winter. Or like, you know, if you can't run, like do some other things. Like I know some people are in the CrossFit, the the DecaFit event is tough, but it's it takes you out of just wanting to run. You know, you work on your fitness and your strength. Like especially now, it's like off season for people. Like hit those weights. Uh, you know, or again, same advice, find some, find some other kind of fitness that's fun that you like, that'll keep you motivated until it gets warm again. Sage advice for our listeners. Markel, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you again for sharing your journey. Thank you for sharing the tips with our community. Uh, you know, for those listening in, I hope they they take your advice and either start something in the in the new year. We're coming up here just in a couple of days as of this recording, uh, and then stick with it if they're already uh, some place on their journey. So, just want to say thank you again, Markel, for coming on the show. Thank thank you for having me. This was great. I appreciate it. And how can our listeners find and follow your journey online? I'm on Instagram. My uh, name on there, it's it's E-M underscore H underscore fitness. The initials M-H were taken when I first signed up for Instagram. So it's E-M underscore H underscore fitness on Instagram. And you'll... You'll see all my fitness shenanigans on there. All right. Well, looking forward to that. I'll put that in the show notes to make it easy for our listeners to find you and follow you online. So once again, Markel, thank you so much for coming on the show and have a great day. Thank you. You too. That's it for this episode of Inspire Virtual Runs podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. Also, be sure to click the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening.